Guys, how's it going? Welcome back to another episode of SoCal Watch Reviews. This is Miguel with episode 40. P, how's it going? Yo, what's going on, man? Just chilling, man. Just chilling. It's a beautiful long weekend, right? It's a very, very special weekend. You want to tell the people from outside the U.S. what we are celebrating this? Uh, not tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. Yeah, Labor Day. All right. Uh, for all the laborers, all those that work, hold down a job no matter what you do, from janitorial to whatever, it's all love. It's all respectable as long as you have a job. You have our respect. Right. <laughs> sure. So we, we decided to have another guest on the show. It seems to get a lot of traction with all our listeners. And we love having different people that Cheer. show and, and, and support us. We got Omar from Timeless and Company. That's his handle on Instagram. Omar, how's it going? Good morning, gentlemen. I'm doing up, well, man. Up. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. So my, my boy Omar here is actually in Southern California as well, just like me. It is 7 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, so that is <laughs> that is a real commitment. Thank you so much, Omar, oh, for, for agreeing to do this. <laughs> it's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. I, uh, I couldn't sleep last night. That's how excited I was. So. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> uh, so, I'm, I'm, Omar, it's a privilege. What, what are you wearing on your wrist today, sir? Man, so I am wearing... My brand new acquisition uh, from Ball. Uh, Very nice. Uh, Engineer Marvel 3. Um, and I'm in love with it, man. Yeah. That's awesome. You, you know, the, the thing about Ball watches, and I know there have been uh, some people on YouTube, like Average Joe Reviews, and, you know, some, some other folks uh, kind of talking about Ball and, and you know, how respectable it should be, but they don't talk about it. So Omar, you obviously own one. What made you want to pick one up? You know, I, uh, obviously I'm on Instagram, right? Uh, just like half the world is. Yeah. And, uh, we love watches, man, but we constantly see the same watches on the feeds, right? Right. Over and over and over. And, and granted they're amazing pieces. It's fun. Yeah. But I was like, man, I want something new. I want something that you don't see as often. And I came across a YouTube video, of course. Uh, good old Teddy Baldassar did one on ball. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and th- and that and that took me down that rabbit hole, and uh, that's how I got one. <laughs> how's the right how's, how's the quality on it? Oh my gosh, dude! It, honestly, for what you pay, it, it's amazing. I mean, nine hundred four L steel, right? Who else uses that? Good old right. Rolex, right. right? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, tritium, tritium tubes. Yeah, and and uh, the movement, right? It's, uh, it's ETA based, so it's, it's it's a great watch, man. It's a great piece. Uh, I love it, right? It, it, it's like if a Datejust and uh, OP, right, had a baby. <laughs> that's it, right? That's, that's kind of what you get, right? <laughs> that's a cool dial. That's like a white dial. It's it's yeah. incredible. I mean, you could see it on your Instagram. I did see it. I, so yeah, yeah, I have it on there, man. So uh, I'm in love with it, man. I haven't taken it off the wrist since I got it, and uh, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. That's for sure. That's cool. Congratulations. Awesome watch. Thank you, thank you, thank you. P. Ross, what are you rocking? I am rocking a 1941 Hamilton Douglas. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yes, I got in a watch for review. I do have to return this, guys, from a company straight out of uh, Australia. It's called the Gin Clear Diver by the Second Hour. So this thing is a diver through and through, sapphire Ooh. crystal ceramic bezel, Salida S- SW200 on it. And uh, yeah, it's uh, 
very crispy, very crispy. Mm. I'm doing a review on this guy very soon. I shot everything yesterday, so got to return this guy, but not a not a bad watch and this is a sneak peek as to what i picked but um yeah so this this weekend we decided you know it's labor day we we wanted to talk about two watches very fitting so each one of us came up with five watches so the rule was each watch had to cost fifteen hundred dollars or less so yeah there's that's the only rule really and and i don't know about you gentlemen but basically a watch is a tool right i mean it tells the time so even if you pick a time only that really was a tool watch i guess <laughs> yeah 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 100 and it's funny you say uh the only rule was you know for it to be a tool watch and, and we had a criteria man right. it was hard it was hard to come up with this list yep <laughs> Yeah, because you're like, oh, I'm going to pick this one. But you're like, no, do I really like that one? It's almost like you're buying the watch. You're like, would I, would I rock that? Would I not? You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 it was hard, man. It was hard. But uh... That's so funny. Well, before we go into the, the, the main topic, why don't we talk about you a little bit? So you're on Instagram, right? I am, I am, I am. So how long have you been on Instagram? What got you into watches? What's your origin story? Yeah, man. So I'm a pretty boring guy, man. I'm just uh... a... <laughs> You know, I think normal, we are, Lord. <laughs> a normal Joe, you know, out here in the Inland Empire. Um, man, I just got on Instagram, to be honest with you. I, I, I just started. So, so here, here's the fun fact. So I, I started Instagram December of 2019. Okay. You know, yeah. I was like, hey, 2020, new year. I'm going to try something new. <laughs> so I, I posted my first post, uh, and I was looking back on it. It was funny, man. I, I posted, funny enough, it was a vintage piece. Okay. And uh, it was December 3rd of 2019. Mm. And um, I got blocked soon after that from Instagram. <laughs> really? For posting, really? Uh, for posting a safe? Yeah. Uh, a, just, king, a king quartz of that. Yeah. He, this guy knows what he's talking about. A king yeah, quartz. King safe. Mm. A good old king quartz, man. And, uh, you know, Instagram, right, with the rules. If you like too many pictures, if you do this, if you do that, you know, they Stupid. block you. So I didn't actually get back on Instagram and get my account back till probably January of 2020. So that mm, long, that Dang. long. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, uh, started in, you know, January, 2020. Um, I've always had a passion for, for anything that's, you know, fashion and, uh, watches fell into that category, right. At a very right. early, early age. Um, you know, I still have my very first watch my father gave me when I was uh, 10 years old. And it's a good old uh, little, you know, Citizen Echo Drive, little dress watch he got me. Nice. That's and, what's uh, up. Yeah, nice. man. So it's still sitting in the, in the, in the watch box, right? And uh, it, you know, fell down that rabbit hole, right? And, uh, and here I am now, man. But uh, so what, bank- what? Uh, oh, sorry. No, no, I was going to say, so I'm a banker by trade. So that's the funny part. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so I mean, you got to wear a watch to go with your suit and all that stuff. Got it. Exactly. So I just kind of, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that just falls into my lifestyle, I guess. <laughs> so let me ask you something. There was, I'm assuming there was a turning point. Cause I mean, we all were kind of into watches, even at a younger age, like me with my Casio data banks and, and different things. So I thought I was a, a watch guy, but I was buying Armani watches. I was buying fossil watches and yeah. that's the kind of watch guy I was. And for me, the turning point was YouTube and it was, you know, good old uh, TGV. And I was looking for just like, oh, what's what's a cool watch? And for whatever reason, I ended up 
picking up a Sequest KX, which was amazing, <laughs> right? That was kind of like my first real watch. And from there, you just kind of went down the rabbit hole. So what watch or what thing was it for you that you're like, all right, now I'm a watch guy, not yeah, that's a, that's a good question, man. I think like most, and I and I think you hit the nail right on the head, right? I think YouTube was that demon, right? That just kind of mm-hmm. opened the floodgate, right? And yeah. uh, um, you know, I I remember buying my my first watch with my own money, with my first paycheck. You know, went down to Macy's and it was a good old <laughs> Kenneth Cole. You know, okay, it was it was a skeleton nized, you know, automatic, and I was like, man, this is the coolest thing ever, right? No clue what you know yeah nothing yeah what it was right and uh, but yeah once you get into youtube and, and you start understanding a little bit more what a, you know what goes into watchmaking mm-hmm. I, I think that opens up the floodgate for a lot of us right and, and we kind of go down that rabbit hole and more and more and more and then we start getting into more expensive pieces as well so how long ago was that for you how many years ago was it that you're like all right now i'm a real watch guy so i'm 33 years old um okay. I want to say that was probably five, seven years ago. Oh, wow. And what was that first piece that you remember buying that you're like, okay, I'm a watch guy and I know what exactly what this is. You know, the funny part is it was uh, an Orient. Nice. (laughs) The president? It was the president. Yeah. It was a good old homage to the, you know, beautiful, you know, Rolex Mm -hmm. uh, day date. And uh, that was the first watch that I bought that I spent some, I thought, you know, big money on <laughs> right and, which was uh, what like two three hundred bucks how, how much ah, was man i paid i think like five hundred dollars for that watch bro mm. that's a lot of money for somebody yeah. that's just getting into <laughs> right somebody that's just getting into uh yep. watch collecting yep. do you still have this watch i i no longer have that watch man. that's a cool looking watch man <laughs> yeah i i no longer have it it was one of those things again as as you kind of grow in in the hobby um, I loved it for what it was, and it gets very—it's very respected, actually, as one of the few homages out there from Rolex. And uh, being that it's from Orient, and uh, but I sold it, man. I sold it. And I was like, you know, it's—if I'm gonna have something like that on my wrist, it's gonna be the real thing one day. <laughs> no, I agree, hundred percent. And and I remember uh, spending—I don't know about you, P, but the first time that I spent, I think, how much was it? Well. The SKX was like 195 or something, which now you can't even find him for that. But yeah. I thought that was a lot of money, right? But I had already bought my Armani for like 350 bucks. I don't know why. Don't, don't ask me. That was stupid. <laughs> Not worth it. But I, I thought right. 350 bucks was a lot of money. And I thought I was a badass wearing that watch. But I do remember when I bought my, my uh, vintage Omega Speedmaster. And that thing was like... 1350 that hurt and i was like even now i mean i think that would be like a big thing but i'm like if i wasn't a watch watch guy there's no way no way i would ever spend that much money so do you remember omar like spending x amount of dollars and you're like dang this is a lot of money this really really hurts yeah i well you know what uh they say right if it doesn't hurt a little bit when you buy that <laughs> are you really a watch guy right, right. yeah <laughs> you yeah. say the same thing on with, with, with sneakerheads right you don't borderline miss rent to buy a pair of shoes a part, <laughs> part, uh, you know a pair of jays are you really a sneakerhead <laughs> right right um so you know when i broke that thousand dollar price point for me right i was like holy shit did i really just spend over a thousand dollars on a watch right I, I think that was the first time for me. <laughs> what what watch was that for you uh actually it was uh the Aura's uh big crown 
Yeah, that's a beautiful mm. one. Is it red red dial, right? Yeah, the red dial. Yeah. I'm looking at it, man. That thing is awesome. Please tell me you still have this in the collection. I, yeah, that, that one is not going anywhere. That one uh, was a gift to myself. Look at that, P. Uh, I'm showing yeah. P here on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. a sneakerhead as well. I see that. I see a lot of J's on your on your yeah, feed. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What an addiction, man. You have a problem. <laughs> I, I do, man. You should see my closet. <laughs> Dang, I see some Lucy's right here with your Orient, some uh, Jays, mm. Jays ones. Yeah, the good old Royals. Uh, yeah, them hot, them hot. Yeah, the Royals. Do you got the breads or? Got the, yeah, man, breads, the Chicago's. Oh, Dang. Yeah, a little bit of everything in the collection, man. I, I just, uh, I think my latest pickup were the uh, the threes, the orange lasers. I don't know if you guys. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah man. Absolutely. Got those. Uh, that, that was my right. recent W on Sneakers app. If, you, right. if anyone knows that, about Sneakers app, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I clearly don't. I know a little bit, but that's <laughs> why well, I don't sound surprised. So. You paid a pretty penny for them. Yeah, man. It was nice, man. So yeah. That's crazy. So that must be hard. I mean, you're into watch collecting. You're into shoe collecting. Is there something else that you have a, a collection of? You know, no, man. I think, I think those are probably two things I, I could quote unquote say I collect. Okay. But uh, like I mentioned earlier, man, anything that's fashion related, you know, uh, I'm, I'm kind of into, man. So, well, let me, let me ask you something. And this is more from a perspective of the Hispanic uh, perspective. We had Kat from uh, 10 and 2 on the show a few, few episodes ago and I asked her the same thing just because she's a uh, part Puerto Rican. Nice. And obviously she has a heavy collection. She has Rolexes and expensive, expensive watches. Right. And I asked her, I said, I'm, I'm just really curious hispanic culture really we're 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 raised to be kind of humble right and to not spend a lot of money and and it's not necessarily because that's the way we're raised it's more because a lot of us don't have a lot of money growing up and it's just it is what it is and you know so for me obviously i have my story of my watches and stuff like that and and i typically don't ever want to tell my family oh this is this or this is worth this because they'll look at me like i'm crazy or like i'm (laughs) spending money like stupid money right Right, right, so how does your family feel about your watch collecting do they even know that these watches cost what they cost and that you have a collection or do you not tell them on purpose <laughs> yeah you yeah, know that's a good question man and, and it's funny you bring that up because i was just talking about that uh the other day and my dad is the one that always kind of gives me a hard time <laughs> so the funny part is that he's a watch guy right and so you go and you look at his collection and he has easily well like 40 50 watches and i'm like oh well, you're talking crap to me <laughs> yeah you have you know double of what i have um but I think, yeah, I, I think you're right. It, it's one of those things, especially in the Hispanic culture, uh, where, you know, they, it, it's spending money on stupid things for them, right? right? Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, but you know, they've never been also the ones to tell me, hey, don't go buy that, right? It's, it's your money, you know, you worked for it. Um, so they're okay. I, I think they, ha- they somewhat understand it. Um, but, but then again, they don't judge against it or tell me, hey, don't go spend your money on that. Um, and with that said, I'm also very humble. So I don't go showing off my watches, right? Or they right. come over. I'm like, hey, dad, look, you know, if they ask or they see it, they're like, oh, okay. So I see that's new, <laughs> you know? And yeah, for sure. Well, like this, this ball watch, the, the cool thing about this watch, in my opinion, is that it's, it's an expensive piece. We all know that. But we know that because we're watch guys. Correct. But anybody that doesn't know, and I see that on your wrist, it doesn't, it, nobody would know. No, yeah. Like, ball, what, what, what's mm. that, you know? So. Yeah. 
Exactly. They don't even know what the ball watch company is, right? The right. Ball. Well, what is that? So, so, so at some point, would it be fair to say, obviously, you're, you're a watch guy. Are you going to get into Rolex and Patek and Omega, or do you not want to go down that route? You just appreciate them for what it are, what they are. Or? No, I, I definitely want to go down that route, man. That that's definitely a, a goal of mine. I, I think that I've slowly kind of worked my way up to. Right now, I'm at that ball right threshold, early, you know, luxury timepiece. But uh, yeah, man, I, I want to go down that rabbit hole of Rolex, right? Understand a little more. I, I I get a kick out of just seeing how these people have so much knowledge on Rolex. And, and I think Rolex alone is, is a topic of its own, right? Just how much history and so, just yeah. everything that goes into Rolex, right? Um, but yeah, eventually, I think that's my next timepiece. I'm looking at the OP. That's right? a good piece, yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan of the 39. I know they just came out with the new ones, but uh, I definitely have a 39 in mind. Cool. Um, and so I think that's my next, my next you know, step. Nice. I mean, cool. you... Honestly, if you wanted to, that that Oris and that ball you sell them, you could pretty much be in that territory already. You know, not that you want to, but I'm right, just right. Saying, <laughs> yeah, you have so much money in the collection already. But uh, yeah, Rolex, man. Next next week, by the way, everybody listening, we're gonna have a uh, friend of the channel. Um, we're gonna have him on the on the show next week, and he works in New York, and he's very knowledgeable. You know, his name is Anthony. <laughs> and watch with me is his channel london jewelers so i don't know if you heard of him yeah but yeah he does a lot a lot of collaborations with uh, theo and harris so we're yep. gonna have him on the show next week and he's gonna be talking all about the new rolex releases because he sells them so firsthand nice. he's like hey you know what i want to be on the show maybe next week and not this weekend but next weekend because i want to get hands on them and really know how they wear, how they feel, and all that stuff. So that's super knowledgeable be crazy. guy. That's gonna yeah. be crazy. Super crazy, super crazy. Because we're not super knowledgeable yeah. on Rolex. We know a thing. Rolex, or two, Rolex, Rolex. Just it's, a marketing machine, guys. Just it's so crazy, much. man. I'm telling you, there's just so much info. I mean, I watch some of these videos, and I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? Oh mm. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and and it's not just Rolex. I mean, you could get into different brands, and just the history is crazy. Like Seiko. I mean. Seiko, oh, King yeah. Seiko, Grand Seiko, mm -hmm. and all this stuff, right? And then you get into, I've been looking at the vintage stuff, it's like SQ, and then I don't know Skyline, and I'm like, what? Actus, they have the Seiko Five, right? Actus. Right, yeah, yeah man. It's all the stuff, but right. it's so cool, right? And it's like Seiko is one of my favorite brands. It's like I, I, agree. I think. I think Seiko is so underrated, and I know everybody listening is like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> Seiko is everywhere. Go on YouTube." But it's not what I'm talking about. Seiko is known in the watch industry but people outside of the watch industry they know seiko but they don't know about seiko they oh yeah i've yeah. heard of it i've seen it but what, what is it i don't is it good is it not good oh but you tell them rolex oh i know what that is right i don't oh, know yeah, any yeah. other models but i know what that is it, it almost has that stereotype of a, a cheap watch in a sense right it, it's, yeah it's like oh yeah. seiko yeah you know not Stupid, a big man. deal right it's not a rolex yeah right. but man seiko knocks out some Oh. Bomb some good pieces. Hell yeah! Oh yeah. hell yeah! And you're paying some pretty, pretty. You're paying a pretty penny for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's, well, it's Seiko, especially all the new stuff, right? So I, I, I know they're trying to move up, up market, and obviously they're they're trying to wave, get away from that cheap stereotype even the seiko fives right i mean seiko yeah. fives you could get them for less than 100 bucks all day but the mm -hmm. new ones uh, the sport with the 4r movement and and this and that i mean i i respect them obviously it's about time they did something different to the fives but dang 200 300 bucks i'm like that's right. yeah, yeah. Seiko yeah. Five, I mean, 
or even like the prestige. Like Versace. Price of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. It's expensive, price man. Price. Yeah, it's expensive, but yeah. some some really cool stuff nonetheless. I mean, Seiko always has my vote. <laughs> oh, same here, man. I'm I'm, I'm a Seikoholic, bro. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about Grand Seiko? Oh, man. So that that's – I think they're amazing, bro. Another grail of yours? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that snowflake oh, yeah. hoot, that, that, that spring drive movement. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's the coolest thing ever, man. You just look down on your wrist, and that thing is just smooth. Yeah, and the right? craziest thing is is that you – well, for me, if I ever own a Grand Seiko, I should say when because I, I definitely want one in the collection – um, Speak it into existence, Miguel. Speak yes, it into existence. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Magnetize that. It's gonna yeah. come. It's gonna come. Um, but no, seriously. Um, basically, I don't know. It's just like a, a watch. Watch guys watch. If, yeah. if if I. I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about. It's like you could walk into any room with a bunch of watch guys, and they know what's up. They know, yeah. hey, this guy cares more about actual watches than the brand on the dial. And 100%. that's the cool thing. That's the cool thing True about that. it. 100%. So, anyway, guys, let's let's get into this because we got 15 watches to cover. So, Omar, what do you what do you take it away? So, topic: two watches, man. 1,500 bucks less each. Go. Here we go, man. So, so it, it was not an easy list. I'll tell you that. But uh, you know, the the first one on my list, man, and it's actually one that I own. And uh, going back to the story earlier of walking into Macy's. This one, uh, I, I felt guilty, right? I was at the mall with my family, and I'm like, hey, let's, let's just go see what's on the, in the watch cases. <laughs> let's not, Omar. Let's not. <laughs> that was a bad idea. But uh, the first one on the list, man, it's the Bulova, right? The half watch. Okay. Mm. Uh, I actually own this one myself. Um, you know, I saw it in the case, and I'm like, man, that ivory dial, beautiful piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not very expensive, man. You could pick one of those up right now anywhere between 300 to, you know, 360 bucks. Okay. Um, you know, and it's Bulova, right? Every, everyone, you know, it's, 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 it's a name brand, right, uh, in that sense. And uh, not, not, a bad, not a bad piece, right? 38 millimeters, uh, has a Miyota, right? 8200, I think, movement in there. You know, hand winds, hacks. You know, you get a nice dome mineral crystal in it. Uh, very simple field watch, right? Uh, nothing on there, no complications. So it's just telling you the time. That's a good tool. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Um, and so, so yeah, that, that was my first pick, man. Okay. Cool. I, I like, well, I don't like, I love Globe, obviously holds a special place in my heart. So does P. Obviously. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Globe is definitely underrated, but I also think they, I don't know if you guys agree. I think their retail pricing is a little wrong. They, they're asking a little too much money for what they give you. And I think that might be, in my opinion, maybe one of the issues yeah, yeah. for a lot of people, not to mention the sizing of a lot of their pieces, especially the Precisionist collection. I mean, yep. beast on your wrist, you know? Yeah, right. yeah. Um, but come on, it's like they own, they, I mean, they don't own, they, they make the Lunar Pilot. Tons yeah. of history. I own the watch, but God, man, it's huge and it's heavy. I can't wear it for the whole day. I wear it for a little bit and I'm like, all right. I gotta the take crazy, this beast off. The crazy part is that with that lunar watch, the original one is 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 a small, like it's it's I think thirty six millimeters or something like that. Mm. The like the original one they actually wore, right? And I'm like, how did you guys go from like a thirty six millimeter to what is it now forty five? 
uh about yeah and like yeah 50, that's weird as hell 50 <laughs> something lug to lug is, is just crazy also the movement right i mean they had a, a manny wine movement before and yeah now obviously they have this you know high frequency right. movement in it which is okay i mean i i, I get it the movement's cool because it's like sweepings and and all that stuff so yeah. it's pretty cool but yeah the sizing to me is just like and then i don't know if it's me or maybe i need to do a little bit more research but they don't have a lot of manual automatic pieces lately. Yeah, like, no, right I think now. you're right. I think you're right. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, which I'm glad Timex is actually getting back into. But right. you know what I'm saying? I think it's something Belova really need to get back into, too. Because I, I was talking to a guy. I had wore my um, Belova Sport. And he looked at me like, Belova's not a good company no more. <laughs> and I said, have you lost your fucking mind? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, get out of my face. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. right. Like, you know, but amongst some people, they don't get no respect. So, hey, I'm gonna play devil's advocate on that one. Uh, Movado gets the same thing though. But that's different though. That's yeah. different. Movado, uh, uh, a diamond and a plain dial. Come on, man. <laughs> and the thing about give Movado, me a little bit more. It, yeah, in my opinion, Movado is charging. Way, way too much money. Too like, much for that shit. Like, okay, we're talking Bulova, right? They're like, they're they're charging what three, four hundred bucks for their pieces. Movado's yeah. charging what a thousand, like yeah, over man. a thousand yeah. for a quartz movement. That that's why it doesn't get a and, lot of love. And but, they, they, vintage pieces used to be the shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I, I, I was gonna say vintage Movado is still pretty good, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah you find sure. some vintage Movado, you're like, man, yeah. they don't make them like this anymore. Shit. <laughs> yeah, for uh-huh. sure, for sure, for sure. P, you want to go with the second one? Oh, with your first pick. Uh, my first pick, G Shock, the GWFA one thousand dash A four. This okay. watch comes in at a whopping eight hundred bucks. You balling, P? You balling? <laughs> this, this, see, the ones I picked are ones that I actually want. Okay. Um, it has a thirty month rechargeable battery, uh, multi band six atomic. Timekeeping, Bluetooth smartphone link, um, 200 meters of water resistance, screw down crown, carbon core guard structure, magnetic resistance. But the size of this, y'all gonna trip though. Okay. It's, it's 56.7 by 53.3 by 19.7. So it's, a, so it's a pretty big watch. Oh, we, oh yeah. It's a pretty big watch. It's a pretty big watch. And I didn't know. Uh, it has spherical glass. Y'all ever heard of that? What is it? No idea. Spherical no glass. No I looked it up, and I I kept getting, like, sapphire and mineral, or it was mixed or some shit like that. It sounds that, $800 worth, bro. Right, right. <laughs> uh-huh. And then you, it got the Neo Bright on it. So, you know, stainless steel and resin band. So this is nice G-Shock right here. Very Can't cool. Can't go wrong with G, man. Can't go wrong with a G Shock. Very cool. Sure. Well, first on my this is what I'm wearing because I, I definitely think this is this is a good watch. So, like I said, this is the second hour, and it's called the Gin Clear Diver. Basically, 200, 200 meter water resistance, screw down crown, forty one point five millimeter case. Uh, the movement Salita SW200, and they actually regulate it in four positions right there in the factory, 120 click rotating uh, unidirectional ceramic bezel that's loomed, 22 millimeter bracelet with, uh, and the bracelet is pretty cool. It's actually solid with screws, mill clasp. Um, what else about this thing? 
um, BGW9, Loom, uh, Dome Sapphire uh, case, I mean, uh, Crystal, I'm sorry. And it's, uh, according to them, six layers of AR. And it looks pretty cool. Applied indices. I'll do a review on this pretty soon. But the, the crazy thing about this watch is it's a Kickstarter brand. Before it got funded, this watch with the Salita movement and everything I just said was like 350 so like 350 bucks, which is crazy, yeah. right? But what micro bands do for you, bro. Yeah, exactly. But right now you could still pick this up for 582 bucks. So you're getting a Swiss mm. movement for less than 600 bucks. I just think that's mm. kind of crazy because that's what micro brands do for you. You're absolutely right. They don't have the big marketing dollars, but they put that money back into the watches. And mm-hmm. I, I love it. You know, I love it. And we definitely need to make a, episode p in the future for like dedicated just on micro brands because if you listen to and don't don't don't, don't listen to it but uh, <laughs> episode i think number two on this podcast when i was solo when i was doing this by myself i was kind of crapping on micro brands because i didn't i wasn't educated it's just it's just call it what it is you know i never owned one i never seen one and to me it was like how am i going to be investing quote unquote money on something that maybe it's going to go under next year and and you you're not going to be able to get it there's no heritage to it so there's some truth to the heritage aspect of a company but hey every watch company started somewhere Correct. Mm-hmm. Olex, Omega, every, everybody started somewhere. So yep. now I understand things a little different. It's like, it's the value. It's what you get for your money as a watch enthusiast. It's like, you feel like you actually paid what you paid for the watch. Not like, Oh man, I paid 500 bucks for this, but I wish I had this and this and this with micro brands. You don't get that. Right. It's like yeah. you, you, you get something and you pay for it. You know? So anyway, mm-hmm. that's, that's my pick, pick number one. one. Omar was your second pick. Man, I'm going to go with one that you don't see very often. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I kind of went back and forth with, with this next one. But uh, the Seiko uh, SRP715. Okay. Uh, something I came across, you know, I want to say two, three years ago. Kind of fell under the radar, man. You know, uh, 250 bucks to $300, I think is what, you know, everyone was asking for. They had a, a black dial and an ivory dial variant. You know, uh, 24 jewels, right? Hand wine hacking had the 4R36 movement in there. Okay. Uh, with the day date, right? No screw down crown, but, uh, you know, wore a little bit bigger, right? 43 and a half millimeters, I think it was the, the size, uh, 22, right? Lugs. Uh, Harlix crystal, right? Good old Seiko known for that. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, 100, 100 meter water resistant, man. You know, everything that you kind of look for in, in a field watch, right? At, at that entry level, so uh srp 715 was the second one for me guys very nice very nice p i'm going with another (laughs) g-shock i'm going with the gms 5600 g-7 this watch comes in at 180 dollars um it is basically like a upgrade of the uh the dw 5600 you know what i mean uh Electroluminescent backlight, shock resistance, 200 meters of water resistance, uh, shock resistance, electroluminescent backlight, afterglow, flash alert with buzzer that sounds for alarms, hourly times, and signals. Um, stopwatch, you know. So that's my second pick right there. 
Another G-Shock. Nice. <laughs> I mean, honestly. G-Shock don't get love like I think it should, man. So I'm going to show uh, Casio some love. It's been, it's been getting a little bit of traction, I think, with the with the Casio Oak, right? I mean, especially with the, I with don't know the mod. With, with the, the mod, mod, with the metal mod that may, really makes it look like an AP. I mean, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's a fun watch, man. I, I fell into the hype. Uh, I'll be the first one to admit I fell into that hype. I picked one up, and I'm like, let let's find out what the hype is about. What color do you have? I have the yellow and black one, man. A little bumblebee. <laughs> so how is it? How's the construction on it? Do you like it, man? It, dude, it, it wears so nice, right? And then it it almost disappears in the wrist. It's so light. It's the, obviously I think it's one of the thinnest G shocks I think they've made so far. Mm. Uh, so I, it's it, it's beautiful, man. Maybe one day, P. Maybe one day we should pick one up as a, a yeah. celebrating the the channel or the the podcast. The Actually, Bumblebee. I think I think if we pick up a watch to is commemorate, the, is the Bumblebee separate from the Bruce Lee? I, 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 oh, no, yeah. I yeah, it's different. Right? Yeah, it's different. Okay, yeah. it's different. It's different. Anyway, what I was gonna say about commemorating the podcast, I think if we ever pick something up, we should go with something vintage, just because we always talk vintage watches on this show. Right. <laughs> but next for me, and this is the only G Shock in, in my list, uh, is the Casio G Shock Master of G. This guy mm. ain't cheap. Eight hundred bucks. It's a reference number. It's a long one. Uh, G W F A one thousand dash one A two. It's a solar watch. It's ISO certified <clears throat> up to 200 water resistant. Um, that's pretty cool that it's ISO certified, atomic time, Bluetooth, tide graph, and of course, everything else that P just mentioned. I mean, G-Shocks are known for giving you so much, so much value. I mean, this is 800 bucks. It's not cheap. But I mean, you could pick up solar watches for like in the hundreds, right? Like a hundred and something for mm-hmm. like a solar. Yeah. And even your cheapest G-Shock is going to have, I just did a review of the GA101 A1. And I think it's huge, but it has so many functions. I picked it up for like 60 bucks. Like nice. Autograph and 24 cities, time zone. And it's just, it's crazy. But obviously without kind of aesthetic you can't wear it with everything you know in my opinion but some people do hey right that's all they rock some people that's all they rock man hey and, and then going back to peace comment earlier there, there's a lot of people out there man that same way we feel about seiko same mm-hmm. way we feel about rolex hey there's mm-hmm. some hardcore g-shock uh oh, fans yeah. out there. G- g-shock <laughs> is a whole culture man a it whole is culture. yeah yeah for sure yeah. yeah for for a lot of watch collectors speak you know and, and myself included is like i see g-shock as kind of like the underdog right and kind of like that that watch that yeah a lot of people like it but they don't respect it this is like oh it's just a resin watch yeah it's a little casio (laughs) it's just a little casio it's just a little cheap casio but it's like oh hell no that you get so much you know since 1983 they've been knocking these things out and they've sold millions upon millions and uh you know they do but they do really cool collabs man uh oh yeah they did like the NASA, the all white fifty six hundred. I think it was right. Yeah, I don't know if y'all in the anime. They did a one piece. They did. Uh, they did a one piece uh, limited edition. They did a Dragon Ball Z limited edition. Oh yeah, I did oh, see Bruce those. Lee. Yeah, yeah no, they, they Bruce do all Lee. kinds of things. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, no, G Shock's definitely yeah. a good watch, and it should uh, it should be in everybody's collection, right? So everybody should have one. I agree. All right, enough about G-Shock. So, uh, pick number three, Omar. What you got? Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go up the 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 price ladder with this one. I, I might get some slack on this one, but uh, 
I'm going to go with the Oris Big Crown Pro Pilot. And I know the Pro Pilot is going to throw everyone off. And they're like, hey, that's, that's a pilot's watch. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not right. a field watch. Right. Uh, but, I, but, you know, between pilot watches and field watches, I think there's a lot of resemblances, right? And when you look at this one in particular, uh, it gives me field vibes, right? Field watch vibes. So, you know, anywhere between 900 bucks to about 1350 is what I see these going for, depending on the dial. You know, you're getting a Salita movement from Oris, right? Uh, water resistance of 100 meters. You're getting a screwed down crown, right? 41 millimeters with so that sweet spot, nothing too big. Um, sapphire crystal with AR coating uh, has the date complication and it's a, a very easy to read watch man when you look at that dial right so yeah th those are all the things I think about when I when I I'm thinking of, of a field watch right so uh, I'm gonna go with Oris man cool can't go wrong with Oris beautiful brand P um my third pick is the Seiko prospect radio sync hmm hmm all right. You hit me with that left. I know. Yeah. What? I'm confused. <laughs> what? I thought it was like a, a G-Shock thing that they kind of sync with the with the atomic no. time. Is this atomic time? Or? No, no, no. This is one of their solar pieces. Oh. Okay. I mean? um, stainless steel, 44 millimeters. Uh, thickness is 12.5. Uh, scratch resistant, hard lex crystal. Um, again, it's a solar movement, but this thing is whew, great. What's the price on it? Uh, $299. That's not bad. $299. And what's the reference on that? Does it have a reference number? Uh, the reference number is, let me get that for you. Where is that? Some. No, nah, I ain't got no reference number. Perfect. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> no worries, man. Well, let me let me move on to my pick. I went uh, number three. I went with the Christopher Ward, uh, another mm. micro brand. Well, they're they're starting to move kind of like up market. I think yeah. some people do consider them micro brands, but they're they're definitely in a different territory. And this is a C60 uh, Limstone. They actually just came out with this model. I think they're doing the pre-orders right now. I don't know if you guys seen it. It's a mix between stainless steel and carbon fiber. Mm. Uh, so again, this is a C60 limp, Limpstone. Um, super cool. It's like black and orange. Thousand bucks is going to run you. It's on pre-order right now. Like I said, steel, carbon fiber. Uh, it's actually approved by the Ministry of Defense. So really cool. Oh, wow. 600 meter water resistant. Uh, it's a certified chronometer movement. It does have the Salita SW200, which is kind of what this watch that I'm wearing has. Um, 38 hour power reserve. That's one of the downfalls of this movement that I think is kind of weak, to be honest with you. The, 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 you know, the power reserve. Uh, it does have super luminova, 42 millimeters, 13.8 millimeters thick. So it's a little thick. 49.3 millimeters from lug to lug rotating bezel with a compass is really, really cool. Uh, I like it. If I had the money, I'll definitely pick one up. So Christopher Ward for me. Mm. Nice. Yes. Sir. Omar, what you got? Number four. Number four. Hey, but before I go, I got a question for both of you. Yes. Uh, P, what, what size wrist do you have? Like what's the biggest watch your wrist can, can take? The biggest that you, you feel comfortable, that you're like, you know what? I can rock this proudly. 
You got a big uh, wrist, right? I mean, you got what, yeah. seven and seven, seven and, and a quarter, seven mm-hmm. and a quarter. So I could go pretty big, man, if I wanted to. You know what I mean? Hell, I don't. I don't want Victor's up to fifty-five <laughs> millimeters. You wearing a sixty millimeter on the wrist, P? Yeah, I, I have. Yeah, <laughs> I have. And the Victor, yeah, oh, yeah, I have. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, what about you, sure. Miguel? For me, it would be the Lunar Pilot, so whatever that is. And I'm looking up the specs. I should know this because I own it and done a review of it. But, of course, I don't remember all this stuff. <laughs> so whatever whatever that one is. Yeah, it's like, like 45 or something like that. 40, so it says case diameter 45, case yeah. thickness 13.5. But I, where is the lug to lug? I know it's like in the 50s because this, this thing is a is a pretty bad boy that's probably as big as i would go because i i think it does kind of hang a little bit um yeah that's cool, man what about you no, I, dude i think the biggest thing that i dude i got baby wrist so i'm, I'm part of the the small wrist gang out there dude right. <laughs> what what are, what, are, what are your i'm like right, wrist? i'm like right under seven i'm like six and something man i'm i'm, I'm small hey. man. So, so the biggest thing i can wear is probably like a 43 and anything bigger than that just looks like get weird. Old, yeah, it gets weird. <laughs> old school, uh, you know, Jacobs watches. You know, back in the the Nelly days. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, I was just curious. Um, so for me, man, the next one I'm gonna throw out there is uh, I'm actually gonna go with the micro brand, man. Uh, nice, Boulder. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna throw out there the the Boulder Expedition. Yep. Uh, Titanium. So yeah, so they have a couple, right? Uh, Five ninety nine. You know, you get a Swiss movement in there. You know, SW200, I think is what they have. 38-hour mm-hmm. power reserve. Water resistant of 200 meters, man. Nice. Um, so, so they bump it up. You know, you get the sapphire, uh, sapphire crystal, double-domed, AR-coated. Um, you get the uh, date and the compass complication on there, right? Screw-down crown on both because this model has the, the two. Right, for, the, the, for the compass? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you get the screw-down on both. Uh, it has dual colored super luminova, so at super night, cool. yeah, really, really cool. Um, and it comes in at 41 millimeters, man. So, uh, mm, I would say Boulder, man, is not a bad option to go with. I've been hearing a lot of things about Boulder, Ooh. haven't checked them out in the metal, but I've seen the time teller, obviously, he's like a huge fan of them, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I do yeah. see him a lot. Um, maybe one day we'll check them out, P. Maybe one day, maybe. What, what you got, yeah. P? What's your uh, first pick? Another G Shock. Okay. This is the GA140DC-1A. Beautiful freaking watch, man. The dial is like a fluorescent green. Okay. You know what I mean? It has that great loom on it. Um, Battery life, two years on a CR1220 battery, I think it is. Um, Resin band, mineral. The only thing about this is it has a mineral glass, which I really don't like. Um, uh, Class magnetic. Resistant, shock resistant, but 200 meters water resistance too. So, great Not bad. Watch. Something nice. that's that's a little uh, confusing to me is I've been seeing a lot of these G-Shocks have a uh, two-year kind of like battery is what they call it. Yeah. But one of the criterias for G-Shock when they were building it back in the 80s, uh, Kikua eBay, which is the gentleman that created G-Shock, um, it was a triple, what they call the triple 10, right? And I just talked right. about it in my review. That's why, that's why it's fresh in my yeah. mind. <laughs> and one of the, one of the criteria was a 10 year 
battery. Now, I right. keep hearing a lot of people saying that that's actually true. They're like, dang, yeah, I can't remember the last time I changed the battery. But right. it's funny that G-Shock themselves don't claim that. They right, say right. two-year. On everything that you see on paper, it says two-year. Right. Almost like Seiko, their their variance in, in the timekeeping is so bad, right? They say plus or minus 30 seconds a day. That's not right. necessarily true. But I don't know why they throw that threshold so vaguely or so big out there. I don't know if it's to like cover their ass because they're mass producing these things. Right, right. I don't know. I don't, I don't really but know. But then a lot of the newer G-Shocks got a lot, a lot going on with them, though. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're right. Patients, more stuff, yeah. You're right. right. You're so, right. Yeah, maybe maybe it juices them now. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Mine. I've had mine for going on two years and no problems. Yeah, no problems hey, whatsoever. Hey, yeah. under, is under that promise, the GA one hundred, right? GA one hundred. GA one hundred. Yeah. Hey, under promised, over deliver. That's <laughs> right. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Uh, well, I'm gonna go with a classic. So I'm gonna go with number four pick. Uh, I guess this is kind of considered a micro brand is the Doxa. Oh. I'm going to go with the Doxa sub 200. We're looking at 990 bucks. Not, not bad. It's an Eta movement, the 28, 24 dash <coughs> 38 uh, hour power reserve, 42 millimeters. It's a little bigger orange style. Of course, you got to have the orange style for Doxa. I mean, that's kind of what they're known for. Orange or yellow, <laughs> orange or yellow, 200 meter water resistance, screw down crown, 14 millimeter stick, little thick sapphire crystal, unidirectional vessel and uh, beats of rice bracelet, which is very, mm. very Doxa, very Doxa. Yeah. So I, I've never handled one in the metal, but I've heard tons and tons and tons of positive things about Doxa. So I, I definitely want to try one out and if I had the money, I'll pick one up. So yeah, Doxa, not a bad, not a bad choice. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Another dive watch, uh, Omar. What's your last one? Man, the last one I'm gonna go with is the good old Seiko Alpinist. Man, okay, mm. so, okay. Uh, Older one, more... the new one. Well, what? Uh, actually, both, man. I, I think the okay. SPB one one seven, the black dial, amazing. Uh, and you can't Love go it. wrong with the Sarb seventeen, man. Come on, yeah. The OG green with that gold. Um, so when I was looking at these, right, uh, you know, people don't think about these as, as a field watch, right? It, especially the new SPBs with the bracelets, you know, it's, it's more of a dressy field watch, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, but nonetheless, I mean, it was, it's, it's a pioneer's watch, right? I mean, that's what it was created for. So technically it falls under that, that, uh, field watch category. So, you know, you can't go wrong with either or, right? The SPB, the newer models or the SARB. Uh, you know, anywhere between four hundred to seven hundred dollars right now. You can probably pick up um, the older one. I know had the six R fifteen, right? Fifty hour power reserve. Uh, the new one has the new six R thirty five movement. So I think they bumped theirs up to seventy hours power mm-hmm. reserve. So right, you can't go wrong with that. They got the water resistance of two hundred meters, screw awesome. down crown, thirty eight millimeters. So for me, it's a perfect size. It's perfect, right? It's perfect, yeah. Uh, cathedral. Is this? Yeah. Does, did it still keep the cathedral hour hand? Right. Yep. Yeah, I, I think I think the biggest difference was the cyclops, right, in the movement. Some people love the cyclops, some people didn't. <laughs> right. Right. Well, to me, how do you guys feel about the cyclops? I I think that's a very Rolex thing. So for any company to to use it, especially Seiko, it's like you're trying you're trying to show the the Swiss how it's done. Right. And for you to kind of copy something that's so iconic. Right. I'm 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 on that camp of uh, I don't know why they did it. They should no, just no Cyclops. Your camp no right. Cyclops. Yeah, to be honest um, with you, yeah. What about I, you, P? 
<laughs> no comment. All right. Well, no what about, comment. What about your ball watch? Do you have a Cyclops? <laughs> it on has it? a Cyclops. Yeah, man. It, it has a Cyclops. And I'm, I'm a fan of Cyclops, man. Well, I don't, I don't have nothing against Cyclops. I just think that Seiko didn't have them. And then for them to kind of introduce them, I don't know if their older models had them. I don't know. I not that I not in the not in the Alpinist. I you know what I I think they got they might have and and Grant's right. They everyone compares the Alpinist to the the Explorer, right? It's 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 Seiko's Explorer versus Rolexes, right? And so maybe they they got into the hype and they thought, hey, let's add a Cyclops. (laughs) (laughs) The the thing about the Cyclops for me, I had a brain for it there for a minute. I'm tired as hell, but uh. (laughs) I just I, I I hate when they're done wrong, and I think a lot of pieces do them wrong. Right, you know what I mean. And um, you know, like it, some of them be off. Right, like, right, right. Tiniest shit. You know what I mean. <laughs> and and if you really look at some of the, it, you get the closer you get, the more you look at the number on it, and the number you see like the etching be all out of whack and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. some of them don't need cyclopses. You know what I mean. So, yeah. I agree. I agree with you, man. Yeah. I agree. Who's next? Uh, Me. And I'm yes, going to end my last one with the classic. Okay. The classic DW5600 G-Shock. Okay. Another 45, G-Shock. 46 bucks. Can't nice. go can nice. You can't beat this. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you say, what you do. You can't beat this one. You know what I'm saying? I don't get you. You can have a G shot that they got a, a big booty chick coming out of it. You can't beat this one. You can't beat it. You can't beat the, the classic man. The classic. You know what I'm saying? She could jump out with a Superman cape on, whatever. Uh, you hey, know what I mean? It don't matter. It hey, don't you, matter. Heard, you heard it here first, G shot. Give my boy P some credit when the big booty G shot comes out. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Work. Like real shit, man. This is a classic. And th- this is one watch that I love. You know what I mean? You can't beat it. Can't hey, and you know what? You can't get shit for paying $45 for it because it's respected. Right. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm you saying? And then, especially with some of the mods they got for this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Crazy. Great watch. Great hit us, Miguel. Hit us. Last one. Well, I wanted to end mine with a with a good company, Hamilton. So uh, Hamilton, uh, I, uh, but it's not it's not what you think. It's not. Oh what you think. man! And, and you know it's funny you bring them up because I tried so hard to not include them because I'm like everyone thinks of them when they think field watches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I didn't go with a field watch. I went with a chronograph. And ah. this this guy, I kind of I kind of broke the rules a little bit. It's a uh, it's eighty nine dollars above our threshold. So one thousand. $589 for a Hamilton. This is the Intramatic Chronograph. It's an automatic chronograph. Uh, it has a panda dial. It has an mm. ETA 7753 movement. Well, that's what... It, it's a Hamilton caliber H31 based on an ETA 7753, the 60-hour power reserve, 100-meter water mm. resistance, fixed bezel, 20-millimeter strap, uh, date window uh, chronograph and the tachymeter it's it's a nice looking watch i just i i looked at it and i'm like panda dial i love it hamilton yeah. respect it um i was gonna go with something a little different but i'm like i think this is it i think i want to include hamilton just because they're a swiss watch and part of the swatch group and yeah let's just put them in there you know so 
I'm actually shocked you went with a Hamilton. Me too, because I don't own one, and I kind of have something against them for whatever reason. Do but, you really? Um, yeah. Oh, man. I, 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 know, I know why. I know why. Hey, hey, those are fighting words, bro. Those are fighting words. <laughs> well, there's there's this company out there. Oh, man, and forgive me. I, I, I'm not going to remember the name, but RT Cluster, he owns the company, and basically what he does, I may remember. I'm looking through my Instagram. Maybe I'll remember, but he has a company that basically buys old, hamilton uh pocket watches and he like restores them and converts them into wristwatches well he had a huge multi-million dollar lawsuit with hamilton because they sued him for doing that and it's it's stupid it's like he's just modifying your watches like why are you having to stick up your ass just so it kind of rubbed me the wrong way nothing to do with the heritage nothing to do with anything else you're for the people miguel you're for the people i am i just don't like big corporations doing dumb things like that you know what i mean like rolex when companies right what company here in california was modifying watches for customers oh they sued them because no that's you're you're changing the image of who cares? You own the watch. It's like buying a car. If I put rims mm. on it, you're going to sue me? Right. You right, put a right, body right. kit on it, you're going to sue me? Like, no. Like, let me do me and, and you do you. And this is not affecting your sales. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're doing your thing. So, but I need to get over that. I know. I, I, Hamilton is super cool. I, I, I <laughs> do like the khaki feel that I know P owns <laughs> one and I, I like it. I've been asking him questions about it. Like, I had his aware. What do you yeah. think about it? Because you need to get cool. one, man. You need to get. You one. really do, man. I, I I just recently jumped on it. I, I, I okay. If you see on my page, I have a, a Hamilton. I have a Chrono too. Yeah. Kind of one that went under the radar, uh, but they're they're amazing pieces, man. Oh they're, yeah, uh, they're fun. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, that completes the list. Fifteen watches, people. Fifteen watches. So there's no excuse. Uh, money's not an object. You could go. 40 bucks, 50 bucks, yeah, yeah. 1500 bucks. You and show all... G-Shock some more damn respect. Show Cassie <laughs> some more respect. We should definitely there, do right? uh, an all G-Shock um, episode or something. I don't know. There's so many, so many models to pick from. So, but, but yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, let me ask you something. I'm curious, Omar. So what do you think, uh, just your overall opinion of the new Rolex releases, all the hype around it? And do you think it's, it's, it's uh, granted? Do you think it's just people are just jumping on their nuts and kind of overhyping it because it's Rolex? What do you, what do you think? Yeah, man. I mean, I, I think Rolex is always going to be Rolex, right? And, and Rolex, I don't think there'll be a day where Rolex doesn't get hype. Um, and I think from from a, a watch enthusiast perspective, uh, I was excited, man. I was excited to see what they were going to bring out. I mean, granted, it, deep down inside, I knew they were not going to blow me away, right? I, I wasn't expecting something like, oh, my God, bl- uh, you know, mind-blowing. But I figured, right, they're going to do a couple of tweaks here and, you know, and boom, you know, sell it for whatever it is. Um, I, I'm a little confused with the Samariner, right? I know they, they bumped it up to 41 millimeters. They slimmed down the lugs. Uh, but it still wears the same, right? I mean, it's, so it's like not a big hype there, not a big change. Uh, I, I hate that they got rid of the, the 39. I don't know why for the OP. Yeah. I don't know why they went up to 41. I, to me, I think that was a dumb move because the 39 was very popular, man. Uh, mm-hmm. And not a big fan of the big, you know, the colors. But I get what they're doing, right? I, they're trying to get into that, that specific crowd, right? And so the, the crazy colors to me are just, um, yeah. How do you feel about them discontinuing the Hulk? 
I, I thought that was stupid, man. I mean, I thought that was stupid, but again, that that's that's how they control the market, right? That that's how right. they 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 do. That's how they work, and so I thought that was dumb. I mean, the Hulk is is, is a beautiful piece, right? And then to bring back uh, somewhat of a Kermit, but with a ceramic bezel, it's like, well, it just I don't know, confuses me, confused the hell out of me, to be honest with you. <laughs> what, what tripped me out was they they canceled the Smurf, but then gave you a blue bezel black dial in the precious metal. Yeah, they, they try to bring back that blueberry, right, that everyone right. talks about. Which wasn't even – we still don't even know if it's true. You if know, it was even so real. Much controversy. If it was yeah. even real right. or there's, there's just no, no, no telling, you know. We'll, we'll ask Anthony. I'm pretty sure he, he probably knows. I don't know. He knows a lot about Rolex. So we could definitely ask his opinion. Uh, I think the blueberry is pretty cool, but not in precious metal. It's $33,000 watch. Yeah, man. Right, but, but it's crazy. like why get rid of a precious metal just to replace it with another precious metal that – that's what they do. That's Rolex, man. That's, That's Rolex. Rolex. And they can do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they'll oh, sell yeah, out. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I, I've heard the waiting list already are, are through the roots, man. And, and Damn. I saw Instagram. I, I think it was Instagram. Somebody's reselling the new Rolex uh, Samariner for like 29 grand. I mean. Well, I think the Hulk, uh, the Hulk uh, went through the roof. I think like $10,000 oh, yeah. overnight. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, people are holding on to those now. And, and you know, granted, they're going to resell like crazy. What so, does this mean for Hamish uh, brands? Are they going to uh, cha- change the lugs on their shit? Too? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damn, Rolex, why did you do that? Why did you do you that? Know, to what, us? what does that mean for uh, Pagani uh, Design? Yeah, Pagani Design. Uh, what's <laughs> hey, the other one? L'Oreal. They're, they're going to follow, man. They're going to follow. They have to. They definitely they have, have to if they want to sell the watches. And, and mark my words, the blueberry's coming in the homage. The blueberry's coming. Because <laughs> oh, I think they already have, the obviously, the Hulk, the Kermit, the yeah. Batman. All yeah, that. they got out of them. Yeah. Parnas. I think Parnas is the one that you were taking about. Hey, and you know Parnas. what? I, I'm guilty of a homage watch, man. Uh, I, I, we I are, Lord. I have the Steinhardt, right? The Ocean 139. Right. It, it, yeah. it resembles the new... Uh, Rolex just came out funny enough, right? In ceramic, right. but just smaller at thirty nine. And but Steinhardt's a, it's a good homage brand though. It's not, yeah. it's not. It's they make good watches, man. They make oh, yeah, good watches. Sure. Uh, that's that's what I never understood. So somebody like Steinhardt, right? Let's say let's take them for example. And we talked about homage watches in in last week's episode. I heard, and, hey, I heard that episode. That was a good okay. one, man. Okay, so my, I'm kind of on the fence, and the reason why is obviously because I just think they're mimicking something when they could come up with their own designer, maybe different aesthetic a little bit. So Steinhardt, I've heard a lot of great things about the company, like great, you know, it's getting good, good, good reputation, right? Because of the quality built and everything. It's like, why do homage watches and not focus more on maybe your own designs? And I know the answer is, well, we won't sell that many, right? But you're building your own history. What history yeah. are you going to have? In ten years, when people go, oh, Steinhardt, yeah, they're just good homage. It's a good homage watch company. Yeah, but but man, they have a following. Oh they yeah, have, yeah, they have a sure. huge following. And, and I think in in between the drops of all these homages they make, and, and granted, I think when it comes to quality and then just value for money, uh, you know, being Swiss, right, and staying true to like the Swiss homage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they. They kill it, right? But I think in between right. those, they'll drop a couple, right, with their own design, okay. their own style. Um, you know, they have that Batman, 
right? I don't know if you've seen it. No. Uh, blue, black bezel, but it's a GMT. Uh, completely mm. different okay. uh, dial design, you know, three hand. I think it has the date at the six o'clock. Beautiful, right? And it resembles the Batman, but it's their own. And, and it's, it's, it's a killer to me. I, I'm like, okay. man, that's what you guys need to do. See, I'm, I'm speaking. See, so Steinhardt, you, you, you tell me Steinhardt and I think homage. Right. Because that's already the reputation they're they're building, but you're 100%. you're you're telling me right now they they actually do have their own watches. Yeah. So maybe yeah. do more of that and kind of separate yourself from the homage side. And, and not only that, they're a little expensive, right? Steinhardt is not in. Yeah, man, you're yeah. you're spending you're spending you know six, anywhere six, between seven, four to eight hundred dollars, man. Yeah. How much did you pay for yours? The cer- ceramic. I think I paid like close to six hundred dollars for it, man. Holy crap. That's yeah. a lot of money, <laughs> but but do and I love it, right? And it's 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 when you put it on wrist, you're like, holy crap, this is quality. Do you know what movement it has in it? It's uh, ETA twenty eight twenty four dash two, I think. Okay, mm. and they go up all the way up to like their Labrae, right? Like the the, the high the premium. Uh, they mm. put some good movements in their watches, man, for sure. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. All right, gentlemen, let's uh, talk other things. Omar, what? You want to share something with us and anything you're working on, anything you've seen, any food you've tried? <laughs> well, man, uh, to, to be honest with you, uh, just, just focusing on this timeless and company thing, man. I, I started this thing really as uh, just, I think like most uh, fathers out there, most, most men, right? Just, uh, just trying to build something eventually to where, man, how cool would it be to just make money off of uh, doing what you love? I, I right. think everyone falls into that. Right. And uh, absolutely. So I, I have no clue where timeless and company is going to be or where it's going to go. Um, but you know, that's my focus, you know, Instagram, like I said, I started in, in January. So trying to create a following there, uh, dude, I've met amazing people like you guys uh, through that journey. So uh, it's been amazing, man. And uh, so we'll see what happens with, you know, with, with timeless and company. I'm just, you know, again, it's one of those things where I hope eventually one day, uh, you know, I, I can live off of doing what I love, right? That I think that's the dream. Uh, so that, and then, man, hey, I've been watching Cobra Kai on Netflix. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm stuck on that. Uh, I'm stuck on Lucifer. I don't know if you guys seen Lucifer. Yeah. Not good me, ass show. but, but I, I heard yeah. some good things. I've watched it. a little bit of Lucifer, not a lot, but Cobra Kai, that's my <laughs> shit. Yeah, I, fi- I finished Cobra Kai. I'm looking forward to uh, season three for sure. So I'm, I'm on season two right now, man. So I was yeah, binge-watching binge that with, uh, with the family, with my kids. And it's, uh, it's a good show, man. Brings back the memories, right? Mr. Miyagi, wax on, wax on. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let me stop you there. And I'm sure you probably got other things or not. But uh, So you're, you're a dad. How many, I am. How many, you say kids? I have two, two beautiful boys, man. I have a 11 year old uh, and I have a six year old who will be seven in a couple of weeks, man. How do they feel about yeah. your watch collection? Oh man, they have their own little watch collection, man. No so way, that's they, awesome. That's they so do, cool. man. Uh, my, my kids have swag, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what, what's you know? in their collections? So G-Shocks? <laughs> they have, uh, so my youngest one, uh, you know, has the Casio, right? The uh, F. 91 w very nice mm-hmm. classic right classic. uh he has the stainless steel version of it too Ooh, uh, yeah uh he, he actually took one of my nixon watches <laughs> from back <laughs> in the day so he has little nixon watches and then they have a couple of like little pokemon you know That's watches cool. and so uh they have their own little watch box man uh you know we go out you know they make sure they have their watch on and uh that's cool. Sneakers and watches, man. <laughs> now, what are you? What are you doing to these kids? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm ruining their lives. Their financial. I'm like, you guys better make some real money. <laughs> wow. That's, that's like my daughter. I can't go to a shoe store without her wanting a damn pair of Jordans. <laughs> like, yeah. You serious? That's what you did, man. That's what hey, you did, Pete. Yeah. So my kids have better J's than me, man. Well, if it's, <laughs> it's become most most parents do that for their kids. You know what I'm saying? Like my daughter don't have as many shoes as me. But she probably got better shoes. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Dude, I got my little one asking me uh, for the Travis Scott sixes. I'm like, you need, rela- you need to relax. <laughs> relax. <laughs> They're all about Travis Scott right now. Man. I'm like, right, you guys right. relax. That's so funny. Well, then, like, then, like, my daughter, she wears – I'm sorry, Miguel. Oh, no, no, no. No, no worries. No worries. Um, she wears all the watch gang shit that I didn't want. Uh, like it's like ten watch gang watches. Right, right, right. I gave her, and she just be rocking them up. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. Go ahead, do that. Do no, that. I was gonna ask Omar. So it's becoming kind of customary, and this is more of a me thing. I don't even think P cares, but it's it's a me thing just because I'm really curious. Uh, I'm assuming was he had little kids. I'm assuming you're in a relationship. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah. how does your significant other feel about your? spending habits and i'm not talking shoes because that's a whole different category but in watches in general like between how they... shoes and watches how am i in a relationship yeah i guess yeah i guess that's the question how are you in a relationship spending so much money being so selfish you're right 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 you know what uh i've i've never gotten shit for it man i've never gotten anything for it you know uh as long as the bills are paid right as long as i'm not right, right. You know, missing on uh, on a mortgage or car or insurance or something you know we're okay um, and then within, you know, timeless and company, man, you know, and within like the shoes, uh, that's where I kind of make my, my side hustle, right. My, my money for this, you know, I'll, I'll flip some shoes, you know, right. you guys know, you guys can make some serious yeah. money yeah. <laughs> flipping shoes. Uh, and then, uh, watch trading too. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I'm starting to get into that, you know, I, uh, so this ball, right. I actually ended up picking up the gray dial. Oh, you did variant on it and i you know i was like you know what Let, let's 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 invest in this let's double it, right and then that's kind of my money for for that's these cool. crazy hobbies of mine right so in short timeless and company which is the name of your instagram account yeah. you're wanting to become a watch dealer maybe is it is that the route you want to take you know what I, that would be cool man it would be cool and, and i'll tell you this man and i don't know if you guys are familiar with uh josh vitas hmm no, if you guys. All right. So he's he's a big, big artist, right? Uh, street artist. Funny enough, man, uh, I grew up with him uh, here in good old Rancho Cucamonga, California. OK, uh, so if you guys go on his Instagram, uh, just look up Joshua Vitas. Uh, he and shout out to my boy. I mean, he's killing it. Uh, kind of inspired me, man. You know, he got super popular, super famous on, on just black and white artists like paint. And okay. I, I think the first thing he did was he uh, cartoon. Uh, he did the cartoon sneaker thing with the black outline. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, man, he he inspired me, man. I was like, dude, this guy is killing it, and he's doing what he loves, you know. And so I was like, man, I want to do something in, in either the sneaker world or in the watch world. And so that's how Timeless and Company came about, man. Honestly, and like I said earlier, I don't know what it's going to come or what it's going to become. I'm kind of just going through the motion. Uh, of, of of this journey and okay. if something cool comes out of it man awesome if nothing comes out of it i'm still having fun 
Um, but yeah, man, I, I would love to to dab into the the AD world, right? And and, and dealing with watches and you know doing a collab with 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 a company, right? Uh, creating your own watch. I think that's every watch fan uh, or enthusiast's cool. dream, right? Make your right. own watch. So uh, cool, yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see. Sounds good, Pete. Sure. Um, I'm in the process now. My closet is like a total wreck because I got these shelves where I'm categorizing and putting all my shoes and clothes. <laughs> Dang. It's gotten that, that bad, huh? <laughs> yeah, so I, I got to do something because, you know, the boxes, you know, they start to lean. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, uh, a lot of my chucks, I got like, well, Miguel, you seen them. I got like 15 pair of Chuck Taylors. The boxes was all messed up, so I bought these plastic things, threw them in there. But now those are starting to, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh man. So I bought these shelves that I'm putting up for all the shoes. I'm getting all that out the way. It's going to be a minute, but I'm going to get it done. I've nice. been working on that all this week. Sounds fun, but you need to get some sleep, man. You look super tired. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to the hours. Yeah, yeah, for Got sure. Got and uh, for me, Cobra Kai, so I finished Cobra Kai. Super cool show. Been seeing a lot of things online about it. I guess it's that retro 80s vibe, all the millennials like us, you know, kind of. Well, I don't think I ain't no you're not. I he's ain't not no a millennial. millennial. Okay, I'm sorry. Generation X. Get it right. Generation <laughs> X. Whatever, buddy. Whatever, buddy. All right. Generation X. <laughs> hey, baby. But, 87. 87. 83 came in right about well Miguel you was around well 80 was the cutoff for generation x so I'm sorry I'm 83 so 80 was the cutoff whatever man whatever Cobra Kai is good okay (laughs) that's my point Cobra Kai and it's great it's great last night went to sleep late because we finally watched Venom so we've heard some mixed reviews about Venom what did you think about it I loved it I thought thought it was good it was really good I haven't seen it a and, lot of and, uh, people didn't like it. You got to watch it. It's it's actually a really good a, a really good movie. I forgot what watch that guy was wearing. Was it uh Bremont? No, I I don't know. I was like I know he wears it maybe it's a Bremont. I don't know. I I've heard a lot of talk uh, about uh this Harden. What's his name? Uh, Harden, I forget his name. The actor. No, yeah. whatever. He's he's pretty good. So he's wearing to watch the whole movie. But I thought it was pretty good. I thought I'm it was pretty good. Check that out, man. I'm gonna have yeah, to check it was alright. I liked it. I enjoyed. Check it out. It's it's entertaining for sure. And there's gonna be a part two. Um, the way that it ended, I'm like, yeah, that's a part two. Coming. Part two. So, so yeah. I'm gonna put you guys on blast real quick before I let you guys go because sure. I've had a blast just talking to you guys. So we're talking about movies, TV shows, uh, all time favorite TV show. Miguel, hit me. Oh, The Simpsons. I know it's a cartoon, uh, but it's a classic, man. Simpsons has been there. I grew up with the Simpsons, you know, so a lot of times I'm with my wife or something. I'm like, and I'm like, Oh, that's so funny. You remember that episode? And she looks at me like, you do remember. I told you a million times. I've never watched the Simpsons. So no, I don't know what you're talking about. And it's funny. I, I always talk about one specific episode is uh, the thing with the rings, right? Cause we're talking about our marriage. We're having a serious conversation. I'm like, well, you remember that there's only two members in this family that have special <laughs> rings. And then she goes, Oh, what are you talking about? I'm no like, oh, clue. let me look it up on you. And, you too. Right. and it's like the Bard and Lisa are like, you know, they have a little whistle ring and March is like, no, I'm talking about our marriage rings and <laughs> whatever. So Pete, what's your favorite show? All First time. thing, all time X-Files. Damn. X-Files. X-Files. You're into the alien shit, huh? X-Files. X-Files. I was, okay. I was thinking Star Trek. The new, the next generation, but nah, it's definitely X Files. 
Damn. Wow. What about you, Omar? Entourage, baby. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. I love okay. that show too. Watched it twice, uh, yeah. back yeah, to man. back. Entourage. Hey, man, Turtle, man. The the tur- I couldn't believe Turtle and Power. Have you watched Power? I haven't seen Power yet. You, oh no. my God, I Omar. I need. I need to see Let's Power end- too. You guys need to watch Power. Oh okay. my God. So it ended already, right? And I I need right. to get into season six. It is an amazing show and turtles on there he kills it he's a lawyer really oh, okay, but he's okay. a shady lawyer so you, you gotta watch it you gotta hey man watch it. ari gold is goals for me dude. oh hell yeah <laughs> that guy's awesome that guy's awesome i know he was a douchebag in the way he but he's just from a business perspective hats gold, down baby. to ari gold ari gold is, yeah, is, is great. so omar before we let you go where can people find you so yeah, man. Uh, right now, right. Timeless and Company, man. Spell it out, right. Timeless A and D Company. Uh, you know that's where I'm posting. Uh, you know my 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 watches and the novice photography skills that I got. You, you guys <laughs> no, can see there. <laughs> I, I like them. You, you're doing a great job, man. Thank so. you, man. But yeah, man. That's where you guys can find me, and you know follow that journey. We'll see. Maybe we'll have another podcast. You know, years sure. from now, look back and say, wow, where, where are we at now? <laughs> For sure, right. I mean, this is episode forty. Hopefully, we get too many more and this yeah, is this episode 40 yeah you guys yeah, are killing 40. me i hey, appreciate that let, let, let me 40 man you guys are doing what you guys are doing that's that's amazing man thank you thank you now we got to continue we got to go got a lot more guests lined up and this is fun you know it's just fun for us we love it so it's the first for me and i loved it man so and thank it will be the last me. my friend and we'll thank be you the for last. having me thank you for coming on p uh, Ross wristwatch love everywhere. Um, I just dropped two videos: uh, Timex Expedition field watch review, and I dropped a wristwatch vlog. Check it out. You know what I'm saying? Me and the wife go to the nail salon. We get our nails done, <laughs> get our feet done, and shit. You know, I'm too bougie. So it is what it is. Nice. All right. All right. The hook. You know. Happy yeah, wife, ch- happy life. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> and you just said, I, I, I actually enjoy getting my nails done though. Nice. Getting my feet done. You know, it's very relaxing, you know. Nice. And you just hit five hundred subscribers on YouTube, so congrats. It's, yeah, it's a huge yeah. milestone. Thank you. Let's go. I like and it. And then uh, yeah. me, you could find me, SoCal Watch Reviews on Instagram. I am SoCal Watch Reviews on YouTube and Relojando for all my Spanish speaking guys. And girls on YouTube as well. It's a lot of work, but it's fun. I just want to get it out there. I want to hopefully grow our community and not not just the Hispanic community, but our community, the SoCal Watch Reviews, the P. Ross, uh, you know, community. And, and yeah, we just we just have a lot of fun. So thank you again, guys. Hey, man, it was a pleasure. I'm going to throw it out there. You guys yeah. are so close. We got to grab a beer, grab lunch. Well, we got to do something. P. Ross is in no, Ohio. No, I'm, I'm in Ohio. In, I'm in California. I'm in Ohio. You're in Ohio. Yeah, sure. Got it. So, right, well. so what you can do is, you know what I'm saying, you can FaceTime me and some shit and I'll drink. And we'll just there do that. There we go. All there right. we go. Yeah, hey, Miguel, you're not so, getting away. You're too close, man. It sounds good, man. We'll, <laughs> right. we'll do it. We'll, we'll get together one of these days. So yeah. anyway, everybody uh, listening, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Remember to just stay safe out there and stay humble. Yeah.